What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Cool Colas here, and you are now tuning into a new episode of the Pro Black Blurred Kingdom Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a number of different things, and they're all very important topics. And I really wanted to talk about this a couple weeks ago, but I'm glad I'm able to talk about it now. So, the first thing I want to talk about is the death of. Kevin Samuels. I want to talk about my thoughts on the man. I want to talk a little bit about the unwarranted hatred for black men that has shown itself. I want to talk about the history of some women's black women, specifically anti-blackness. And I want to just give a little bit of relationship advice for black men as well. So most of you all should know by now or know this by now, but earlier this month, I believe May the 5th, the YouTube personality and self-proclaimed dating specialist Kevin Samuels died. Many believe he was murdered by the young woman he was with, but there are a lot of question marks in what all transpired there. So I'm not going to say what happened either way, because the truth is we really weren't there. So we don't really know. I want to talk, though, about my thoughts on Kevin Samuels as a person a bit. And before I actually go into that, what I I want to get into everything around his death, such as like the reactions and what I've been seeing from people on social media. Before we dig deep, the disclaimer here is that when we talk about what Kevin Samuels does, which is having discussions around relationships and dating in the black community, we need to consider a few things. First of all, there is not a real war between black men and black women, but there are things that are being done to create one between us. Black folks need to figure in the idea that white supremacy plays an enormous role in why many black relationships just don't work or why there's dysfunction. I mean, you increase the price of stuff and limit the opportunities for black men, incarcerate them, mistreat them when they actually do get a job or just not let them get a job in general and then let black women get in with open arms and eventually you create this dynamic of black women who typically are known for taking care of children and whatnot and take care of the home and being the nurturer they're now being forced to now enter a workforce to provide for their family because shit is too high so now you need two incomes and i have my theories about the workforce and how it literally was not designed for women on purpose but i'll get into that in another video and so As black women are embraced by white liberals, they get opportunities, climb up the ladder and notice. And I even notice some even make more in some instances than black men. So now the idea of that black man now being a financial provider has been challenged and probably not respected at this point. And I could go on and on about some of the other problems that white uh, supremacy has Presented, But what I'm saying is all these dynamics make an even Steven relationship at vice platform very difficult, unfair and tough as far as objectivity goes when it comes to our community. Kevin Samuels, for those of you who don't know, was known for his brutally honest candor when giving advice to those who called into his show he was seen as a controversial figure because of 
his manner in which he gave out advice and the way that he spoke his truth. And I watched a handful of different episodes he had, and I think at this point I have enough insight to give my perspective on the man. When it comes to the information he gave, I thought about somewhere around 65 to 70 percent of what he said was factual or at the very least insightful enough to consider. The other 30 to 35 percent of it seemed either like a reach, a projection, or it just seemed straight anti-black, but I'll get into the anti-black part in a minute. The biggest argument I hear about the man was that a lot of people just didn't like the way that he spoke to black women. And I'll dissect how I feel about that statement specifically in a minute. But I would agree that his delivery and his energy was both poor and toxic when he would give his beliefs. I would even say he would get to the point of just being downright mean as shit in some cases. However, there were also times the energy he gave was absolutely warranted especially to the women who would get on there and have these terrible attitudes or these outrageous stories of some bullshit that they did that was just off the rail and and you know i've seen a few videos that were like that this is an unpopular opinion but i want to give my take here when it comes to someone just expressing the truth so this now is just kind of just separate from the whole kevin samuels thing a lot of people say it doesn't matter who the truth quote-unquote comes from as long as it's truthful but I beg to differ because I personally feel that a hypocrite who doesn't practice what they preach doesn't hold weight very well. It's one of my biggest models when it comes to life. My, my biggest pet peeve is a hypocrite. And some people will say things like everyone is a little bit of a hypocrite. But I would say while that's true, that could apply to literally any trait. We are all prone to all types of vices, but one who has a habit of hypocrisy is the biggest issue. The more you choose to be hypocritical, the less weight your word holds. My other issue is the issue of intent. Your truth could be done in malicious intent, which is destructive, not constructive. And as I said, that is what my platform and what I do is all about. For a man like Kevin Samuels, both of these things are highly in question for me. He was a man who had been married twice and was divorced twice. And he's sitting here browbeating women and sometimes men with the intention to help them be accountable and realistic in relationships. Now, I get the idea of making mistakes and wanting others to learn from them. But often this advice is highly Highly, highly, highly miscontextualized because it applies to the way a person has analyzed what they've learned in their own relationship, but not necessarily what's good for others. It's hard to consider his advice totally if he's not living the experience. I also question his intent. I mean, what is all this shit for? I mean, the projections are on 100 and so is the extraness in his videos. Now, I get it. He was an expert marketer, and that helped him build up a large and impactful platform in a short amount of time, which is probably why he had the sound effects and the overly direct attitude. But I think it was that he knew people would watch it because they like that type of thing. They like the drama of it. But again, this all goes back to intent, as I said. Granted, I don't know the brother, 
it didn't seem like his intention was to help the black community as many have put. Now, many in the black community probably grabbed up some gems and applied it to their own lives, so it resonated. But I don't think his intent was that of altruistic relationship healing when it came to the black community. I think it was a mix of him venting in a way his frustrations over the years with the things black women specifically would do and also marketing himself for his own benefit. I say this too because he said and did a lot of things that were contradictory to pro-blackness. For example, he big up the big time coon and a man named Thomas Sowell. Look him up and look up his repertoire. He's kind of that Clarence Thomas, Larry Elder type. And Kevin Samuels has spoken about how much he respects him and how he wishes he could meet him. And he championed the idea of black men cutting their hair as well, too, if, you know, if they want to make it in corporate America. That was another thing that, that he I think he made a whole video on this, actually. He also was caught dealing with a, a woman who wasn't even black right before his death. So that's another thing. I could go on and on about him and my issues with him with who he was, but ultimately I didn't care for a lot of what he did. However, I think there were a few things that I need to be clear about. First of all, no one told these people to call into his show to experience his energy. Also, you have to be kind of desperate to just call into a show for a man who was focused on denigrating folks, which tells me that people like, like it when he does that, you know? And truthfully, I think women respect that direct energy to a certain extent. It's like, yeah, his delivery sucked, but at the same time, people found it entertaining because folks love drama and negativity and conflict. And I'm not justifying it because it highlights a bigger problem with our need to consume negative material. But I recognize what he was doing and the marketing thing just made his stuff blow up. But again, this is why I said it feels like it was all for him under the veil that he was helping the black community. So when it comes to Kevin Samuel's death and the reactions, you have to analyze two sides. Those two sides would be the way black men typically viewed him from what I saw and as far as initial reactions go and the way black women typically viewed him as far as initial reactions go. And my disclaimer here is that it is not all inclusive, but more so me talking about a, a good majority of what I saw. On social media, that is. Now, most black men, from what I see, loved him and even praised him. And most will tell you they liked him because he kept it real. But really, what I think it is, is that most black men were championing a man who was fearlessly saying publicly everything that these black men wanted to say to women that they had issues with, but either couldn't or they just had excitement because he was browbeating black women. And that's what they do, since there were no platforms that ever challenged black women outside of Tommy Sotomayor, although he done took a weird, coonish, anti-black abusive to women turn or some shit and folks don't really get down with that or a Quessy 100 who I think now was called the brother of logic and common sense and I like his content by the way his content is really great and I, I like his delivery and I like what he says and I agree with the majority of what he says but he doesn't have a big platform like Kevin Samuels did black men lived vicariously through Kevin Samuels though so they felt like delivery didn't matter because in a way they were vicariously feeling 
what it felt like to vent about the things that black women have done. And I'm not saying they were totally wrong in how they felt. I'm just saying that that's what I observed. A lot of black women, however, would commonly say things like, I didn't like the way that he spoke to black women. But what I think a lot of them, this is not all, but I think what a lot of them meant is I didn't like that he had the audacity to tell black women that they can't be selfish assholes regardless of their self-awareness and be happy with the man that they want since the world has told them they can have basically whatever the hell they want. And they didn't like his delivery. I also notice black women would typically say he was mean to black women and totally leave out that he was even meaner to black men sometimes. I think it's because black women are only looking out for them. But, you know, we'll get to that in a minute and what that looks like. There was a man who called in one time and this nigga, Kevin, asked him about his dick size, which in my opinion was extremely suspect and and it was unnecessary. He told the man he must be a fat fuck. And I just have to ask the question, has he ever told a woman specifically that she must be a fat fuck? And listen, y'all, that's not a defense. I'm just trying to consider all sides of what I've seen. Now, don't get me wrong. There were quite a bit of sisters who simply just didn't like his delivery, but thought he was being real for the most part. And I can understand that group. But my issues are with those who have less of a level headed mentality. But going back to the less level headed group of sisters, I feel the need to ask this question. If he said what he said in a softer and more gentle way or kinder way, Would you all have heard his message for real or would you all have been in the conversation cutting him off over talking him and not listening? And again, that's just a question and something to consider. I'm saying because I've seen it a lot where some of some of y'all, when I say y'all, I mean black women do that and get disrespectful. And it isn't simply a slip up in miscommunication. It's purposeful because you want to be heard. Personally, I didn't like the way that he spoke to a lot of the young ladies who called in on there in general or the people in general because at the end of the day it all kind of felt like there was a lot of put on so he could get views again i don't knock a black man wanting to get his money but i'll be damned if i championed that the man was pro-black or at the lowest level doing this to help the black community it seemed like he really just did it for himself now let's talk about when he passed When he passed, there was an overwhelming heap of people who weighed in on how they felt about his death. Some folks were championing his wisdom and insight, and some were celebrating his death. If I'm just focusing on the celebration portion of this, I went on social media and I saw that black women were the overwhelming majority in celebrating his death. And here's my feelings on that. I admittedly will say that I am one who believes strongly in not speaking fake on the dead. Not ill. I, I just believe in not speaking fake on the dead. So with context, I have to say this now that I've gotten that out the way. While I don't believe in pretending to be altruistic and acting like my opinion about that person changes once they die, I would never actually champion the celebration of their demise unless they did some heinous white supremacy, high level crime with, you know, with context, of course, or life or death type shit. To me, that was pretty distasteful for people to be celebrating his death. 
Because regardless of how you may feel about the man, he did not actually commit a crime. All he simply did to black women who are mad at him is tell them that they ain't shit. Rudely, sure, but he, all he did was tell them they ain't shit. Now, let's take it from this perspective. Let's say that Cardi B died, and no, I'm not asking for that to happen, but follow me on this example, please. Cardi B drugged and stole from men and basically got little to no scrutiny and maybe even a little justification for her actions to some extent. Those are both crimes, if you didn't know beyond pretending like you didn't, just in case. Let's say I then celebrated Cardi's death. Black women would be all over me. Yet, she's done more to black men than Kevin Samuels has done to black women. Especially criminally. She, like Kevin Samuels, has a terrible attitude, especially in the video where she mistreated the chick doing her nails. She appropriates black American culture and profits off of it. She stole from men, drugged them, and then she basically got real and opened up about it. Yet all of you chicks out there would find every way to tell me I was wrong if I championed the death of this hyper-feminine, talentless, plastic-ass-having, hypocritical, I give y'all toxic music, but don't want my kids to listen to it, ass bitch. The reaction of some black women exposed quite a few things. It exposed how selfish, hypocritical, desensitized, and ultimately anti-black some sisters are. Black women have championed wanting the death of Kevin Samuels more than they have championed wanting the death of any of these white supremacist killers. Black women hate Kevin Samuels, in my opinion, more than they hate Joe Biden. And what does this tell you? There are too many of our sisters who are extremely anti-black and don't even realize it. And really, they are anti-black men more than anything. Your hatred for a black man telling you that you ain't shit is greater than your hatred for a white supremacist who tells you you ain't black if you don't vote for him and has had an anti-black history of locking up black men in the community. I really ever hear sisters talk about stuff like that. And I have a lot of love for black women and y'all know that. So this is all constructive, I promise. But I think we need to just be honest about some issues that are showing up for real. And I know this is, again, not all of you. So for those of you who are with me and I know you all personally and consider you all friends and you aren't this type of, of chick. You know, I got love for you, but I got to give some tough love to the sisters who are anti-black. And y'all may not want to hear this, but you're going to hear it today. A lot of black women go around talking about needing black men to protect them, but are the same ones that will go around and trash those same black men sometimes unwarrantedly or Make, they go around making statements to denigrate all black men when they are only talking about the ones they've chosen to deal with. Black men have no, and I mean this, black men have no obligation to protect black women who speak ill of them and openly disrespect them. And I want to repeat this so you hear me so clearly. Black men have no obligation to protect black women who speak ill of them and openly disrespect them.
Now, mind you, I'm all for black love and I want black men and, and black women to come together because there shouldn't be a, a war between us, as I said earlier. And really, I think it's less of a war than we think it is. But at the same time, I know not everyone can be saved in our community. And that's based on our intentional anti-black actions a lot of times. I've heard numerous black women come down on the likes of a lot of these black men who get accused of sex crimes, even such as Michael Jackson and Bill Cosby. And the sad part is most of the time the alleged crime they are accused of is that they did something to someone who was non-black and you all will go to bat for that non-black person. And I can think at this very moment of at least three black women who I personally know who have said something negative in disrespect or just totally against one or the other, that being Michael Jackson or Bill Cosby, believing them to be guilty of the crimes that they were accused of. Matter of fact, I had a situation at a job of mine, and I'm not saying any names that I want to kind of discuss that heavily applies to the situation. We were listening to music because we were doing a cleanup at this office I was at, and it was my turn to play a song and I played a Michael Jackson song. So this woman at my job who was white got upset and she said she didn't want to listen to it because she felt Michael Jackson did some weird things with kids. So she didn't want to come out and openly say he was a child molester, but she was alluding to that. So I decided to defend MJ at that point because, you know, I, I like Michael Jackson and I actually believe that he didn't do that. So this other white woman who had a habit of just saying any damn thing because folks just let her uh, talked about how disgusting that this was. She said that I should believe the victim first. That this was this was her claim. I should believe the victim first. I probably wouldn't do this now, but I'm just telling you all a story of how I handled it at this time. So at some point I pulled her into my office and I told her that the truth is I don't have the luxury or privilege unlike you to do that because white women lie on black men all the time and Emmett Till was proof of that. So I told her directly. So there was one black woman who was working at this job and I sat down to have a conversation with her about what took place after all this went down. During this conversation, she told me that she thinks MJ actually did it, but she only told them because she was hearing this whole conversation. She only told them that they should basically lay off of him because of the fact that he wasn't there to defend himself. I tell y'all this story because this was the day my feelings were enormously hurt in a way I never thought that they'd be for two reasons. One, it was the first time I realized there was no such thing as a white person who was free from anti-blackness in some way or white privilege, at least, because until then I had held some of these people in a different regard. But the thing that I think really hurt me was the idea that the sister didn't really back me up and told me that she was against MJ. I thought to myself, what if that was me? What if someone accused me of raping a white woman and then someone made a false documentary about me that was totally debunked later, as was MJ's, and I didn't do anything? So you would be telling some other Negro there at that job that you think that I did that. And, you know, I, I get it. It wasn't me. 
it wasn't about me personally, but it was a culture shock because it was the first time I realized a lot of black women ain't really with us or looking out for the best interest of black men initially. And then from there, I started seeing it quite a bit with other black women. A funny part about that story is one of those white women was later caught nodding her head to an MJ song that was playing outside of our building. And the other discussed how she found something special about the song Man in the Mirror. It's kind of hypocritical, don't y'all think? I thought so. Anyway, I tell you that story because I see this so much with our sisters, unfortunately. And to be honest, I think that a lot of it is mimicked because a lot of the likes of chicks like Oprah Winfrey, who will fakely blast out Michael and destroy his reputation, but won't say shit about her so-called buddy Harvey Weinstein come out and they do these types of things. You see so many sellout, quote unquote, powerful black women in media doing whatever and selling out based on emotions and issues they have with black men. And what I mean by that is they think they can do bad all by themselves because white liberals have convinced them to divest. So they become rebellious, intolerant, unpleasant, and everything else when dealing with black men. They choose some of these black men poorly and then in some cases carry the trauma of divesting and all of their decisions and alignments that they choose, which are both business and personal. This was certainly started with the generation of black women in the baby boomer-ish era, and it was, it's been carried down ever since then. Black women in a lot of cases are willing to call out the mistreatment of another woman, even if she is white versus that of a black man, unless he is killed. And sometimes not even in that instance, because I've even heard some black women say George Floyd's death as a black man hit different because he was older and crying out for his mama, which is really, that's a sick ass thing to say. And I think the reason for this is because they identify more with their status as a woman than they do with their status as being black and fighting against white supremacy. But again, this goes back to selfishness, as I stated before. Think about Kevin Samuel's death and the celebration of it, though, y'all. Celebrities like Vivica Fox champion his death as well, too, with her atrocious looking ass weave. And here is the funny thing. It's not like it was because it was Kevin Samuels and he was an asshole. She was downright disrespectful to Ice Cube when he came on the Fox Soul to talk about his plan for black America. She was cutting him off, rolling her eyes, laughing at him and not even willing to have a sensible conversation. And Ice Cube was as pleasant and res as respectful as can be when he when he was being insulted and dismissed and disrespected really by all those ladies except lisa ray i think and to be honest ladies that's what some of you all look like the way vivica acted that's that's what you all look like it's like yeah like kevin samuels is an asshole so yeah maybe you might could denigrate him but then ice cube who was none of that didn't have the energy anything like that you treat him the same way you treat him like crap but seriously though go see the video y'all go see the video and, and see how she was talking to ice cube and how she was acting and you'll see exactly what i'm talking about and some y'all look like that y'all just don't know it 
I've seen black women on social media do everything from disrespecting all black men on social media to calling black men bullet bags, which is a derogatory term used to describe a black man who is a victim of police insanity or, as a lot of people like to say, police brutality. I even noticed the subtle jokes and digs other black women will even take at me and then at other people even in simple conversation or in passing that really aren't that funny to me but are to them and yeah i checked them but there's a difference in being playful and being disrespectful because your trauma makes you think it's okay to say whatever you want to me now i want to give black men some relationship advice now let me talk to you all for a second i want to give you all a little advice from the perspective of a married young man and an ex-simp and I don't like using the word simp, but it's the best way that I can describe some of my past actions and some things I would have changed. I grew up and I was always the nice guy and I was a blurred, as you know, so it was tough for me, especially given who raised me. It took me quite a while to come into understanding of why I was the way I was and why certain things would happen. And you all have to seriously, though, start knowing yourself and, and start knowing your worth. You all can't be out here simping in relationships and in casual speech. And yeah, even if you got to hurt some of the people in your family's feelings who don't want you to speak your truth like your mom's, then you need to hurt the holy shit out of their feelings. I'm just being honest. <laughs> For those of you whom that applies, please don't act like you ain't got some overbearing annoying mama or auntie or whoever who sometimes needs to just check her damn self i'm talking especially to y'all the truth is men provide a lot of value they challenge people and they know how to also give logical perceptions on matters that others may miss we live in a culture where you can't tell a woman about herself or you get called toxic and narcissistic and sure there are certainly times where those labels are true but at the same time that th these are some of these things that if you were to speak it about a black woman speak one and about when it comes to a black woman you would get beat down for it just for sharing your version or as opposed to you know the praise that they may get for speaking their truth i say that you have to know yourself and your worth because you literally have zero allies black men when it comes to standing up for yourself and your beliefs on a higher level though i want to talk about the serious need i have for y'all to know yourself and your worth in the dating scene i see this from an ex-simp perspective too i was always raised and I don't know about y'all with this belief that I had to cater to a woman's every whim. It didn't matter what I wanted, but I had to make sure I showered her with kindness and all types of stuff. So I grew up doing just that. And at some point I realized I was having a problem specifically in early college. There are a lot of factors that go into this too, and I haven't disclosed it. So that's, I'm just giving you full transparency, but I'm focused on the, the factors I'm talking about in this scenario. So somewhere around my freshman year, when I got practically no girls, there was this chick that I liked. She was a beautiful sister, thick, caramel skin, really cool. But she was as dumb as a bucket of fucking bricks. That was mistake number one, by the way. 
So I was trying to get with her and she had this hating ass bitch of a friend who looked like an emu in the face and was built like a bag of laundry in the body. And the bitch had no ass. And I think she low-key kind of wanted me her damn self, you know, because I'm handsome. I'm a handsome dude. Literally anyone who knows me knows I'm handsome as shit. I'm just being honest. But anyway, so I tried to get on this girl I liked. And this hating ass bitch would literally make it a point to insult me every time she saw me. She would call me gay, most likely because she could sense that I was a nerd and decided to to try me and she wanted to shame me. She told me I was a bitch and all this other stuff. And I'll tell her, go somewhere with all that bullshit, being disrespectful. So basically, she was cock blocking and wanted to challenge me. Long story short, it didn't work out with me and the girl. She tried to, this is another thing, she tried to get at me at some point too. Like, cause later down the line, I ended up getting a girlfriend and you know, you know how it goes. You get a girlfriend and then girls try to, try to come back and stuff like that. So she tried to do that at some point. So at some point, me and this girlfriend though, we broke up. Now, some years down the line, when I broke up with her, I found myself trying to get back into the dating scene. I had issues with other women. And so at this point, this original girl that I spoke about, the one I originally wanted to talk to that I never got with, I had a conversation with her because we were at least semi-cordial. And this is because she had left my college and she had went somewhere else and she was visiting this one time. So I sat down, I was talking to her and I asked her, you know, when we were talking, like, You know, I'm trying to understand, like, what's up? Like, why was it that when I tried to get at you, you know, I was trying to, you know, talk to you or whatnot. Like, why didn't you give me a chance? And she came out and just told me she just thought I was a wimpy dude. She just told me I was a straight up wimp. And, you know, I at the time I I respected her honesty, but I thought it to be untrue then. And, And really what it really was, was that it was partially true. It was just not really said with love it was said again in in being very blunt the reason why i say it was partially true is because it did highlight an issue i wasn't seeing at the time i did sometimes have a tendency to be extra kind and giving and all of these other things and even wanting relationships with women who sometimes were a bust and really not about shit even though it was genuine it wasn't really working And this is another example real quick. I remember there was another sister who I was just friends with at at this time. And I tried to open her car door open for her because she was about to leave and it was dark outside. I was just trying to be on some cordial stuff. And she told me I got two hands to open my own door instead of just saying thank you. When that happened, I said to myself, maybe I am being too kind, but... It's clear that me being too kind isn't always the problem because sometimes the issue is that these women really aren't about anything. And no matter how kind I am, I can't make them be the perfect person for me or I can't make them treat me the way I want to be treated. Truth was, sometimes these women who got into these relationships with men who were not good failed to look into a mirror and realize that they were simply getting a reflection of how shitty they actually were and no one was calling their asses out. Anyway, I had all these things going on from intelligence, good looks. I mean, I was funny, all this other shit. And somehow I was picking girls like this one who couldn't even tell time. And I only say that because I once asked her how many seconds were in a minute. And she said some 100. Like she'd even say 60. She said 100. But anyway, I also realized that I didn't make it clear up front 
what my expectations were. And I just figured the more time that I spent with her, the more she liked me. And it didn't really work that way. And ever since that conversation that I had where she told me how she felt about me and why it didn't work, shit really changed. And I didn't have an issue getting women like I did before. Matter of fact, I was sometimes talking to six at a time and some of my friends would even know me as the dude who had, who quote unquote had hoes. And sometimes I wasn't even smashing them. They just thought I did. So fellas, I want to say this, and this is a little unorthodox to what you may usually hear, but most people tell you the best thing that you can do is be a mix of an asshole and a nice person, or they'll just say some hyper analytical bullshit about the difference between nice and kind or some bullshit like that. But here's my advice to you. My advice to you is very simple. Be yourself, but the one absolute must in being yourself is making sure you have confidence in whoever that person is. And the other part of this too is making your intentions clear up front. I say this because if you don't, a lot of assumptions can be made from her end with a lot of random expectations also from your end as well too. Also, don't get upset if they aren't interested. It could be a lot of things. Y'all might not click. You might have done something goofy. She might be off her damn self. She might have a bunch of dudes who she's talking to. And you know, this is the shit that young girls do. That's, that's what they do. You should see it as you didn't waste your time on someone who wasn't right for you. And I mean, I got to a point where I was even open with my nerdiness. There was this chick who made a joke because I used to walk around playing Pokemon on the 3DS game system. And this was a sister who I was once interested in and it was mutual. And she was like, she had made a comment. She was like, what kind of grown man plays Pokemon? And then I said to her, what kind of grown ass woman doesn't know grown men play Pokemon? Hence, why the hell you see me playing Pokemon? Now, are you going to keep talking shit? Or are you actually going to try the game yourself? So I had this chick up here playing Pokemon and shit. She ain't never played Pokemon before. Then I turned around and told her that she needed to be the hell careful about what button she pressed because I don't want her erasing my shit since she's acting like she ain't never seen a video game before. So how about that girl just like the shit out of me? And yes, I did smash for those of you all who are wondering, but you see what I mean? Like I just had like confidence of who I was. And so like, it, I, I, despite the fact that she was tripping about me being someone who plays Pokemon, like it, it clearly didn't matter at a certain point. Anyway, I say the whole be yourself but confident thing because people will tell you to alter who you are and shit, but the reality is the people who say they're just a bunch of superficial ass people who are sizing other people up all the time to ignore their own insecurities and inability to deal with the world well. People will convince you to be a part-time asshole and a part-time sweetie pie. <laughs> it's not about training your partner to disrespect you and, and, and putting a boundary so they act different around you either. It's about being around healthy people who resonate with you and who will accept you and who are willing to build with you so that you don't have to feel the need to tame them to treat you right. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have good boundaries or anything, but that boundary should only help you so much if that person is an asshole and if the true problem is that they are a habitual asshole. And you have to keep protecting yourself from them. That's not really healthy. The The purpose of a boundary is to is to kind of say like, hey, you can't do that. And you probably didn't know. That's the purpose of it. But if you have to keep doing it, then there's a bigger problem there. I'm just saying that you shouldn't go after people who make it a point to test your boundaries based on their life projections. Going that route is how I met my wife, too. A, a beautiful, loving, 
healthy black queen who loves me and accepts me for all my greatness and my flaws too and it's possible y'all i'm telling you it's very very possible and black men knowing yourself and your worth will help you flush out the ladies who don't add any value to your life all right y'all so that was the episode i hope you guys enjoyed I will have a lot more episodes to come and we'll have a, a couple other things we'll have to get into and talk about. So be sure to stay tuned. I hope you guys have a great rest of y'all's night and I will talk to you later. Peace.